You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion 99 production presented by 6UP Supply. Hello, loyal Legion 99 listeners. Welcome to another episode of Turn Zero Lists brought to you by 6UP Supply, who has just recently released their latest original creation, the Force Flask. Each of our laser sword flasks is carefully designed and constructed to exacting cosplay standards, then fitted with a food-safe internal plastic tube fit for a galactic smuggler. We currently have three models to choose from, the Wise Mentor, the Dark Lord, or my favorite, the Double Fisting Apprentice, and more models on the way. Perfect for personal use or large events and celebrations, orders of six or more Force Flasks get 20% off. And as always, use discount code LEGION99 for 10% off everything in the store. I'm your host, Keegan Evans, and this week I'm joined by Jacob, uh, known as Meridian, uh, sorry, Meridius, I think, on <laughs> the Discord. Apologies. Jacob, welcome to the show. Hey. Nice to be on. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Jacob reached out, uh, had a had a great, uh, we're going to talk about a CIS list, a Cad Bane list too, which I don't think we've had. Really excited yeah. to get into that. But before we do, talk to me a little bit about how you got into Legion and, and maybe talk to me about how you build lists. Uh, well, I've been playing Legion for a couple years now. Um, mostly casual. Uh, over the past year or so, I've been getting into more competitive play, uh, mm-hmm. thanks to a, a local of mine. Um, this was actually my first foray into Invader League. Oh, great. Um, I've played in a couple uh, YBTL leagues so far. Um, our recent run went pretty well, mm-hmm. um, but... Uh, as far as building lists, um, I really wanted to build something around Cad Bane. Uh, he's nice. one of my favorite characters, mm-hmm. but also I really like how uh, he plays in the game as compared to a lot of other characters. Very so cool. pairing that with uh, a strong core of B2s is kind of the premise of the list. Very nice. Very nice. Awesome. Uh, when you build a list, so you, it sounds like for this list especially, do you usually kind of find a focus piece um, that you like thematically and then build out from there, or, or is there any other process you put into it? Uh, it was kind of a, a basic idea of just having a very resilient army all around. Okay. Um, the focus piece, I wanted something. I wasn't sure what. Um, this is kind of a play on the now quite popular Mall B2 list. Certainly. Um, Thanks, Orchmedes. <laughs> yep. But uh, this this takes it in a slightly different twist, I would yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into it. We've already started to uh, talk a little bit about it. So you, you picked out CAD because of the thematics. Did you load them up with upgrades first, or did you start to move on to the other pieces to make your list resilient? Um, both, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I knew ever from playing CAD for... Mm. I don't know about the past year or so. Um, mm-hmm. I have always really liked the loadout that I've had with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Duck and cover is really great for setting up not only his danger sense, but all of his command cards, sure. shenanigans, helping out his control and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, HQ uplink. I don't always run. Sometimes I'll run like a jammer or something just to just to be a little different. Sure. Um, he doesn't always need it, but with the command card selection I took, um, specifically more Roger Roger, I mm-hmm. wanted a way to guaranteed to give him an order. Makes sense. Ascension Cables is really great because of uh, his good old um, the jump, jump steady yeah. <laughs> scale combo. Um, but then I always 
take the gauntlets just because it adds a threat to um, saber wielders. Mm-hmm. And it kind of makes him a, a hefty threat for anybody trying to push forward into me. Absolutely. Can really lock down certain certain things. Absolutely, yeah. And and as a bonus, nothing triple efficiency on recover actions is nothing to shake a stick at with HQ essential cables and gauntlets in there too. Right, right. I don't take that many recover actions. Mm-hmm. Um this is just something I've noticed with my play, mm-hmm. uh, more so than what I've seen a lot of other people do with Cadbane is sure. and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I like to stay very mobile with him. So yeah. I usually get both movement actions. I'll take maybe one or two recover actions over the game. Gotcha. Cool. All right. And you mentioned uh, from CAD, you went on to some B2s. Do you want to talk about them next? Yeah. Uh, I've always been a proponent of B2s. I think they're <laughs> great. Um, even before the T-Series, I was taking mm-hmm. the HA Troopers. Oh, nice. And I think I was just taking an extra Trooper with them. Before okay. That. But uh, yeah, these guys are awesome. Um, I don't think we need to dwell on them too much. <laughs> Probably uh, not. Something that I really like is taking a couple PK droids to back them up. Cool. Okay, um, gotcha. Yeah, uh, I lean for that because their B2s are pretty resilient. Mm-hmm. And every time you lose a model, you're obviously losing uh, a couple dice. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can usually peel back one of those models per per round or so. Mm-hmm. Um, with those PK droids, and that really adds up over the game. Nice, nice. And uh, I've seen some. Uh, you re- refer to the Mall B two list. I've seen some that run are running four. Was this a decision to settle on three B twos so you could get those PK droids in there? Um, it was. As we'll get uh to further in the sure. list here, um, <laughs> I paired some decas in here as well and uh it's kind of hitting the b2s and the decas together Mm -hmm. um it's for order act control Mm -hmm. and also just the resiliency of those units gotcha and um i knew i wanted some b1s Mm -hmm. for a um, direct chain Mm -hmm. which typically just runs b1s chaining through each other and then back to the t-series Okay. So I can always have him go whenever I need him. Gotcha. Cool. It's also really nice to have the order control on the B1s because they tend to like to go last in this list as opposed to oh, interesting. Um, okay. going first and then the B2s go last. Right. You want so them it last kind of has the... a, a different dynamic in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you can usually draw your opponent into shooting at your B2s just to mm-hmm. repair them towards the end of the round. That sounds mind-numbingly frustrating for an opponent. <laughs> That's kind of what this list does. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you spoil you, you tip the hand of the decas. You've got two decas in here, uh, naked, mm-hmm. uh, and then a final, a third B one with a comms jammer on there. Uh, yeah, talking yeah. about that a little bit. Um, this was kind of a last-minute decision. Yep. Um, I tossed around a bunch of five-point upgrades. Uh, Vigilance was probably the other. Vigilance and Commanding Presence were the other options, but um, Mm -hmm. I ended up going with this for a couple of objectives uh, to mess around with my opponent, um, specifically for, like, hostage exchange. Mm -hmm. Ah, sure. If you put them as the hostage, and then you have (laughs) 
DECA's <laughs> Cad Bane and B2's kind of uh, coming up behind, it yep. can be really uh, tough. Oh, man. To, uh, again, frustrating. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Cool. All okay. right. So I've, so I've been very happy with that upgrade. So yeah. Far. Yeah. It comes from, it can be such a powerful and sneaky one. Uh, I mean, I, I talked about it on a previous, I don't know if it was a TZL or a cast, uh, Legion 99. Um, I, half the time I forget that I have it on there when I, when I'm bringing it. <laughs> so yeah. people, yeah. uh, people who aren't playing it can often forget about it. Um, right. Oh, it was, uh, when I was talking to uh, Mike Jem about his uh, Lone Star Open, he had sure, Tom Shammer sure. on there. And, and I think it was a pivotal thing in his battle against Orchimedes. Um, so yeah, yeah su it, such a cool one. It really uh, sits in the background a lot of the time. Sometimes mm -hmm. it doesn't get used at all. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need this unit to just sit and hold your back point mm -hmm. on something like Intercept. Mm -hmm. um, if I happen to lose Blue Player, um, that might come up. But a lot of the time, people kind of ignore this unit because it's just it's a uh, naked B1 unit. They're yeah doing nothing most of the time um i use them a lot to to block um melee threats or mm -hmm. again to just jam um one of my best one of my favorite things to do is just keep them right around maul and make his command card usage very difficult mm -hmm. so nice yeah nice cool all right so that brings us to a 10 activation list uh counting the t-series which i think we talked around but maybe didn't explicitly say <laughs> uh and you're bringing a 16 point bid um slightly modest compared to some of the extreme ones i've seen lately but still very strong i imagine it's going to get you a pretty decent amount um, yep. um i feel pretty comfortable into most of the heavy uh heavy bid objectives um especially things like uh what is it recover um mm -hmm. Cad Bane can play some really funky games with uh, opponents' lists that want to infiltrate onto boxes. Oh, yeah. Um, the... I'm not really looking to play Bombing Run, but I'm mm -hmm. not terrible at it. So. <laughs> sure, sure. Excuse me. Cool. Well, let's. But before we go deeper into the battle cards, let's talk about command cards. You mentioned earlier that you had made the choice for the HQ uplink based on some command card uh, choices for Roger Roger. Um, what uh, what what were your debates when you were looking at uh, command cards? Um, well, Cad Bane's cards are pretty easy. He wants all of his. Sure, um, he's pretty <laughs> greedy in that way. I, I realized sitting down and looking at my list, uh, it it seems to be all about him. Every command card starts with I. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But after that, I knew I wanted to play Roger Roger for B twos. Mm -hmm. Um, I needed the HQ uplink for that, but I, the other two, I kind of debated a little bit. I could take the, um, the droid specific command cards from the T series pack, mm -hmm. but I decided to go with just ambush and push for simplicity and flexibility more than anything. Cool. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Um, diving into the battle cards, you started talking a little bit, your, your setup for, phenomenally for recover um in each of these categories uh which one battle card do you really want to see uh, on the table every time well um i'm pretty 
open with any of my objectives. Mm-hmm. So okay. recover key positions, payload, hostage. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty okay with any of them. Um, I actually think payload is probably my best oh, out sure. of all of them because yeah. of the, the B2 um, resilience. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I'm always looking to get fortified position or rollout for a little extra uh, deployment. Okay. Getting those droidicas out of deployment lets me really uh, bundle up. Right. I like that. Yeah, that's a really good call. That's a really good call, uh, call out. <laughs> okay. On the other side, uh, which, um, which which one card from each of these categories is the first one you're going to ban <laughs> if it's in that first slot, turn zero? Ooh. Um, sabotage. Yeah. Um, this list is kind of designed to lose a couple pieces okay. um they're they're resilient enough to sustain themselves through mm-hmm. a decent fight mm-hmm. but by the end of the match i've usually lost like one or two units of b2s cad bane a deca so i don't trade phenomenally well so yeah. that i i really don't want to see sabotage gotcha makes sense Cadbane can have some interesting interactions messing with an opponent's, but I'd rather just uh, play it a little safe. Yeah, that, absolutely. That yeah, yeah. You got to you got to start getting tricky and and also getting lucky. Yeah. at that point, mm-hmm. <laughs> having having played plenty of uh, enjoyed the, the tricks that Jin and and her friends can do to set to sabotage games. Uh, that's it's a fine line <laughs> and yep. a very steep learning curve. <laughs> Uh, well, what about even, the... even for the Cad Bane player, um, mm-hmm. the steep learning curve is there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've very much taken on the uh, point of Cad Bane plays are really just gambles oh, and trying yeah. to bait your opponent into doing something to cause a mistake. Makes sense. Cool. Um, what about uh, deployments and conditions? Anything that you want to ban right away? Ooh. Um... I don't really want to see long march. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it just takes too long for me to set up yep. on that one. Um, but other than that, nothing that I can think of. Uh-huh. Cool. Terribly. Okay. Yeah, I, I've said it a couple times. Conditions is <laughs> usually the most meh uh, of answers on this question. So. Right. All right. So you've. Uh, uh, you're, you're you're playing this list in Invader. Did I understand that right? Yes. Okay. So what uh, what were you really hoping to see in your pod uh, as terms in terms of uh, opposing lists? Uh, so I would Rebel Hero Hammer is kind of my go to, like what okay. I like to face. Yeah. Um, because they focus a lot on small dice pools with Pierce, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if I'm getting heavy cover. And mm-hmm. armor on B2s, it's mm-hmm. very difficult to push damage through. I can confirm um, that's true. Yep. <laughs> I, I've i completed my invader uh, so far. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be making it through. Um, but I'm very happy to see a couple people from our pod making it through. And awesome. It's a very strong list. Um, but I managed to play against one of these uh, Rebel Hero Hammer, and I was pretty pleased with the results. Awesome. So. Awesome. Uh, what did, what what were you really dreading uh, seeing show up? Uh, in your the Wookiee field trips. 
<laughs> um, any any that. lists that I have that name? I love that name. <laughs> yeah, any any lists that have lots of Wookies, especially when they're coming in through buses. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really hard for this list to uh, push them back. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my games, I ended up losing. Uh, I told myself before I started playing that I needed to really. Um, kind of set up a barrier with my decas and take some standbys and play really defensive as long as the Wookiees were in the bus. And then I didn't do that, and I quickly lost that game. So, (laughs) yeah, that'll do it. All right. Um, You ready for some lightning round? Sure. All right. Uh, What unit have you never played? Uh, Palpatine. Ooh. He's he's another steep learning curve one. Uh, Yeah. But powerful. Cool. Uh, all right. Second question: What unit or upgrade were you most surprised that you ended up liking? Uh, the comms jammer on B one. Ah, cool. Yeah, I, we talked a lot about that. <laughs> yeah, it was very surprising to see how efficient it was. Yep. Yep. Awesome. All right. Best prize support you've ever gotten from a tournament? Uh, this was long before I started playing Legion, but um, okay. I got a Battle Foam hard case. Oh man, that's a, that's and a hell of a prize support. <laughs> yeah, I used it. I use it now for my Legion. Absolutely, yeah. I love that. I love the battle foam stuff. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, biggest mistake you've ever made in a, in a game of Legion that still haunts you to this day? Uh, it, it's happened more than once. More than <laughs> I'd like to admit, I'd say. Uh, but forgetting to use the HQ uplink on Cad Bane uh, when when it gets late late in the rounds, yep. and either I'm I'm giddy to get the game over with, uh, maybe I'm ahead or behind. Yep. It really. It just you get ahead of yourself and yep. you forget about it. So yep. that's that's probably the worst thing. Yeah, I can it, think of. That, oof, that's painful. It, I, it, it's not mm-hmm. front of mind for me, but I feel like I've actually done that kind of thing on a key HQ play, uh, character. So, oof. All right, what uh, what's what song plays during your Rocky style training montage for Legion? Uh this is probably a bit of a bit of an untraditional pick but uh <laughs> that's what we love Mr. blue sky by electric lights orchestra all right i like that i don't know that one i'm gonna have to go listen to that after this um <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's a fun one it's upbeat nice nice all right and bringing us home what famous personality living or dead would you choose to stream uh, and comment on every game of legion you play for the rest of your life i've got i've got two okay let's and do it they have to be in a pair i okay. guess uh, oh i love that <laughs> Dominic Monaghan and Billy Boyd. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think they have great chemistry together, and absolutely I would love to hear them talk about Star Wars Legion. And they could know nothing about it, and I would be content. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that one, man. This question, when I first created it, I thought I was gonna it was gonna have like a real short shelf life uh, of, mm-hmm. of mostly just centering on like Morgan Freeman and a couple of Star Wars right. uh, actors, but I have loved the variety of question uh, answers and, and yours, yours just keeps that going. Thank you so much. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Jacob. Uh, do you want to uh, plug anything or tell folks where to find you? Uh, well, I am on the discord uh, Meridius. Um, it's spelled a little interesting, so we'll probably have to plug a, yeah, we'll have, we'll have the proper spelling in the uh, in the show notes for you. Um, other than that, I'm on the Gaggle of Younglings YBTL team. Um, <laughs> yeah, hoping Love that, to man. see everybody in future Invader and Yavin base games. Awesome, cool. 
All right. And listeners, if you have a favorite list that you'd love to share with the Legionverse, uh, go ahead and DM me at screen name Matrokin uh, on the Discord. Uh, and we will see you next time on Turn Zero Lists.